Welcome to Summer Energy Radio. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And welcome to the 12 Days of Christmas. Uh, this is our annual Christmas special. Uh, just like uh, in the month of October, we do the 13 Nights of Halloween. We are doing the 12 Days of Christmas, where we give a new movie for 12 days in December leading up to Christmas. This is our third year doing it. Is um, it our third year? It is our third wow. year. Unfortunately, our second year, there was that little snafu when we got new equipment and we didn't figure it out. And it sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. I think it's still up, but it's, it might it's still, get deleted. I don't know, man. It's just, it's a good episode. It's a good episode. That's that, what sucks the sound about quality it. Is Oh my God, bad. it's so bad. It's like these, if that's the first show you listen of us, you'd be like, oh no, these motherfuckers don't know what they're doing. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, all the other social media, wherever podcast app you are using, go leave us a review. We also want to say super thank you for the positive responses and download numbers for the Halloween episode. Thank yes, you. thank you very much. Thank and you. as you know, that's one of our pride joys is the Halloween one. For sure. And this it's, was a good year, so. And it's one of the, it's actually the one that brought us back. Because mm-hmm. we, we were close to just calling, hanging it up. We did hang it up. It, well, except for the Halloween. Halloween. And we just kept on doing it. So. And Curtis got it list. And Curtis got a good list tonight, actually, as we go into the ho, ho, ho season. Holiday season. Holiday Christmas season. season Christmas. Whatever season you want to call it. Whatever you're doing. It's, it's, it's that time when all kinds of uh, Christmas-themed movies come out. It's about the time when we're barely getting over the fact that it's not Halloween anymore. And we're kind of just getting into the Christmas mood. So we're going to give 12 movies that you're going to be watching starting on the 14th. Yes, the 14th. Uh, will be the first mo- uh, movie. And then you'll watch a new movie all the way until Christmas night. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. And also on social media, uh, we'll be sharing all the graphics and everything like that. So you can uh, know what movie you're supposed to be watching. Uh, I do the, the marathon whatever marathon we're doing every single year uh it's kind of cool so uh do it with us and talk to us on twitter while we're watching all that so or instagram or facebook or all those other yeah, things whatever or just soundcloud uh so let's go ahead and get into the first day of chris no we're not going to sing yeah we tried that last time yeah, it, it, it was just we never we first of all we can't sing that's one Number two, it's we annoying. never we, we can never figure out the cadence that it needs to be in. You know, like what we're going for. Because it always sounds like we're trying to do like the 12 days of Christmas. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. The first movie is Trapped in Paradise from 1994. I'm robbing the bank! It's across the street. Breaking in the bank. On Christmas Eve. It doesn't seem right. Trying to pull a heist. Who's got the key? Raise your hand. Oh, there's just no way to steal. You idiot! From people this darn nice. Why don't you come join my family for Christmas dinner? Dinner's on the stove. Smells good. Wait till you see the giblet gravy. <laughs> Mom is on her way. You guys are dumber than a box of hair. They're out to put the money back and save this holiday. Yahoo! 20th Century Fox presents the story of a town so nice. Do you need any money? Oh, now we've got more than I share already. It's turning three wise guys <laughs> into three wise men. Yeah, I'm going to put the money back. You are going to be the first guy in history to get pinched for putting money back. No! Trapped in paradise. You don't aggravate the old witch. I wish I was a witch. I'd shove my broomstick right up your... Ma! So I'm going to go out on there. This is, uh, this is prime Nicolas Cage. Prime- oh, Dana Carvey. Uh, John Lovitz. I mean, this is this is just it's a good movie. It, it's it's the the Christmas movie you didn't think you needed. Yeah, for sure. And this is kind of one of those under radar Christmas movies. Kind of here. I mean, it's a, it's an old you know Nicolas Cage movie, but this is a this is a really good movie. It's got the heartfelt. It's got the you know people changing their bad ways. It's got they, Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage, but like four, more four rights as a circle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a lot more subdued, and he's kind of more of a straight man in this movie. Oh, he's a straight yeah, man. Yeah. You got, I mean, we got Dana Carvey playing like a crazy person. Just yeah, like he's just slow, <laughs> and he's just a kleptomaniac. Yeah. He can't stop stealing everything, anything, everything. Yeah. And that's what this movie's about. It's about uh, a couple of bank robbers that just get out of prison. They hear about a job while they're in the joint, and then they talk their. Well, they're not. They're not high, prolific bank robbers they're, they're, yeah, they're just yeah. they're, they're crooks. Just crooks yeah and they're just like oh i got the score you know it's like that sort of thing and it's and it 
Everything goes wrong. So they go to this little town called Paradise, and they Everyone's rob them. filled with the Christmas spirit. But they are the nicest people ever, and their hearts grow, you know, three times bigger while, of course, as the movie goes on. Uh, but it is a perfect way to lead into the holiday season. Yeah, because you, you kind of melt away from your, your like, eh, crashy old ways from, you know, visiting family or whatever all through mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. Like, all right, I'm going to start liking, I'm going to start liking the season. You can, you can get back to the crashy thing when you actually visit your family again for Christmas. <laughs> but I mean, it, this will help melt it away. Like, oh yeah, it's fun. It's nice to be around people that are nice. <laughs> Imagine that. On our second day of 12 Days of Christmas, we have maybe this from the same kind of time period. It's almost the same kind of premise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's uh, uh, The Ref with Dennis Leary. See these two people? I hate these people. How can we both be in the marriage and I'm miserable and you're content? Luck. It was Christmas Eve in Connecticut. I was minding my own business, breaking into this rich guy's house when... <laughs> Murray was waiting for me outside. Murray's an idiot. Murray. This is Santa Claus. Not the real Santa Claus. Just some drunk guy pretending to be Santa Claus. Anyways, the cops came. I took those two people hostage in that house that I hate. And guess what? Their relatives showed up. Why? Because it's Christmas Eve, remember? Remember how much I said I hated those two people? That's nothing compared to how I feel about the rest of their family. TV's broke. What are we gonna do all night? Celebrate the birth of Christ. I hate this guy, his wife, these kids, and this lady. I think this is sick. You wanna have sex with him? What? It was a nightmare. It was just, uh. Shut up! Did these cops and candles and kids and booze and fruitcake and Santa Claus and. Sex and drugs and, and, and women being set on fire. Fascinating. It was such a nightmare that now I hate Christmas. I used to love Christmas, you know, food and, and reindeer and, and ties and, and bags of fluffy new socks. Now I even hate socks. And if you're younger than us, you might not remember Dennis Leary other than like, was that Rescue 911 show? Or Rescue. Was it Rescue? Rescue Me. Yeah, that's probably Rescue Me. That's it. Uh, but in the 90s, he was a... Shot comic. Shot comic. Stand-up comic. He was awesome. I still think he's awesome. So, uh, but he, He's that fast-talking, you know, Yeah, yeah, for sure. Very New York, you know. Angry. Yeah, angry about everything. Everything. Uh, he was the Bill Burr of his age. Louis Black, yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, yeah. Louis Black was around back then. Yeah, but he was. Anyway, it, it's, again, another thief. Yeah. <laughs> you see a trend here? But it's, of course... He takes he break he's running from the law. Mm-hmm. He, he's a jewel thief in this yeah, one. Yeah, and he gets trapped in another house with a family. But these family are is is not as friendly. No, they hate each other. They then ha- this has some people that are canceled. So we'll just leave the names out for now. But uh, uh, but it has Judy Davis in it, which yep. I like. So, but it has a, has basically again people that are angry and crotchety, and they find the spirit. Yeah, this one's a little untraditional way. Yes, for sure. Uh, this one has less to do with Christmas, other than it takes place during no, Christmas. No, he, he poses as a family psychologist, yeah, that's helping right, them that's through right, their yeah, Christmas problems. Right, that's right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that one then. Yeah. This was and the he's only sitting one... down with them with their extended family at Christmas dinner, so he has them hostage, and they all get wicked cases of Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they kind of fall in love with the guy. Uh, but this is, a again, a, one of those others kind of solid... Uh, underrated christmas movies this is because you don't think about this christmas movie uh but it's solid it's a really good movie and i think i saw trapped in paradise and this one in the 90s like right after they came out probably vhs time yeah this is definitely well this yeah this is yeah early to mid 90s what year this 94 94 yeah that's prime prime vhs territory so i was like 12 or 13 and i was a dennis literally fan at the time so which i don't think i probably should have been i guess in the 90s and unlike people today and including you as a as a as a father you know what it's like that uh your parents in the 90s let you do whatever the fuck you want (laughs) this is true i mean the term latchkey kids i don't know if they have those anymore it is definitely like hey just be at home you know (laughs) like and you had no way to check no 
There you was no GPS or there was no. Phones. If I call you, pick up. It was just like, oh man. I hope he isn't doesn't die somewhere. Uh, find him in a ditch somewhere. You gotta watch the news to see if anything happened. It was <laughs> it was tragic. And we'll go ahead and move on to the third night of Christmas, and uh, this one is called "Better Watch Out" from 2016. Want to put her in the mood? Watch a horror movie, dude. She's like twice our age. I really don't think it's gonna happen. She's here. You are breathtaking. <laughs> Thank you. Now don't stay up and watch scary movies, okay? It'll give you nightmares again. So what do you want to do? Santa is coming. Ricky, why can't you just leave me alone? He's such a jerk. Don't hang up on me. What was that? There. Ashley! Are you hiding? I'll find you. Don't worry, I'll protect you. This movie fucked me up. I can't believe it, man. I don't know why this movie... I don't know why either. I thought, I so thought I, you would have really liked this I, one. I really do like the movie. Now, this is a really good movie. This is, uh, as a horror fan, as a, uh, as, as a Christmas movie, this is our horror movie kind of on the list. And it's not even really horror. It's more it like a thriller. No, it, it's, it's, it's horror, it's, but... It's, it's not horror scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well... It is, in the sense that it's it's graphic, it's it has a killer. psycho. Yeah, it's, it has a psycho killer. And, you know, I guess it gets harder and harder to distinguish, like, what people consider horror. You know, because a lot of times I find stuff more action thriller than uh, horror. So, Joe Bob Briggs, which does the uh, drive-in on Shudder, uh-huh. not a sponsor, uh, he doesn't call it horror. He calls it exploitation movies. Okay. that And that's kind of the... What all horror kind of falls into is an exploitation movie. Yeah. And that's it, kind of the genre. Of it. It, this is a movie that would scare people. It would. Yeah, because it's it's terrifying. All right, so this is about... Uh, and this came out at the same time because I had the same vibes from this movie for just starting it uh, as Babysitter on uh, Netflix. Okay. Uh, and it starts out as that. Uh, a babysitter is babysitting uh, a kid, and the kid's kind of into the babysitter. And I say kid, he's 12, and she's like 17, I think. You go into it, and it, it it's a you know stranger's home invasion type movie. And I'm not going to give away anything on this movie. But there is something that happens right after the, the stranger's home invasion stuff that just throws you for a fucking loop. Look, it's it's one of these movies that you can't talk about it too much because it has twists and turns. And the more you talk about it, the more you ruin the twist. And that's that's more sure. fun. Yeah. So watch this movie. It's a lot of fun. It's our scary our scary one. Again, maybe not the right term, but it'll scare some people. This will not be everyone's cup of tea. But if you're it, listening to this show, it probably yeah, is. Yeah, it probably is. On the fourth night of the 12 Days of Christmas, the Santa Claus from 1994. It was the night before Christmas, and children were dreaming of the presents Santa would bring. Somebody's on the roof. But this Christmas Eve... Hey, you! The unthinkable happened. You killed him! Did not. Now, this night... Something should happen to me. Put on my suit. The reindeer will know what to do. It's up to them. Let's... Go! To save the day. Together, Scott Kelvin and his son Charlie take on the biggest job in the world. Looking good, Dad. Oh, oh, oh. And though it has its dangers. Nice teeth. He thought it was just for one night. You're the new Santa. I am not Santa Claus. 
You put on the suit, you're the big guy. What if I don't buy into this Santa Claus thing? Then there would be millions of disappointed children around the world. He doesn't want the job. It was a dream. But it's growing on him. I've gained 45 pounds in a week. Now he's getting into the spirit. There are live kids that believe me. I want some ballet slippers. And getting ready for the biggest night of his life. How could I have done this without you, Charlie? You couldn't. Walt Disney presents a timeless tale that will warm your heart. I love you, Santa Claus. I love you, son. Lift your spirits and make you believe. You really are Santa Claus. Pretty cool, huh? Share the merriment and the magic. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. Tim Allen. Santa? The Santa Claus. This stars Tim the Tool Man Taylor, Tim Allen. And I'm surprised we this hasn't been on the list already on... Well, there's only been two lists. Yeah, I know. So, in, in Christmas movies, man, you know, like the whole thing is, there's not that many Halloween movies compared to Christmas movies. It is nonstop Christmas movies. And Lord help us if we ever decide to do a Hallmark version of this list, which is just oh, the same we movie. Just, we can just, you know, do that every day. Yeah, for... 12, 12 movies a day and you still won't cover them all. And it's all the same movie. This is an absolute classic. This first started when we were kids. Yeah, I saw this in theaters in And they just released a new yeah. series on Disney+. Plus. Which I haven't started watching yet. but Me neither. Yeah. But this is, uh, this is a great way to, if, if your kids are interested in the show or, you know many of you would be i actually like this whole series i do too it has a lot of wit i I know the frost the the frost one is a little bit kind of like frowned upon but i mean it's it's the third one and in a stupid franchise is that the one that's the robot no is it the one that's the one martin short where he plays jack frost yeah yeah, yeah. is that the robot one or is the second one the robot one I don't know. I don't know. See, this is one of those franchises that all kind of just goes together. This was cool because it was a guy that found Santa dead. No, I think he killed Santa. But it, yeah. he fell off his roof. Yeah, yeah. And he then he him. got his. He didn't kill him. He slipped off his roof. He didn't uh, kill legally, him. I mean. Well, I guess if you have a good lawyer, yeah, I think you get in trouble. <laughs> uh, he puts on the suit, and some reason, if you put on the suit, you didn't read the fine print. Uh, you're Santa Claus now. And every year you turn into a fat jolly man. You yep. grow a beard. Man, think about how easily you can grow a beard then. Of course, the weight, your cholesterol during that time has to be <laughs> tough. Jeez. Uh, but this is a really good movie, a good family movie. Uh, this is one of those movies I do watch every year, or at least one of these movies, uh, was The Kids. Uh, and also, I'm a really big fan of Tim Allen for some reason. I just <laughs> like Tim Allen. Yeah, well, Tim Allen is, he's, I mean. He, he raised us. For a, He raised for, us. Yeah. But if you don't know, if for younger people, he's the voice of Buzz Lightyear. He is. Uh, in Toy Story, not not in Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, yeah. That's uh, Captain America, but... <laughs> definitely, definitely worth a watch. It's interesting. It's fun. And it's it just started back up again, so it should be a reawakening for this franchise. On our fifth day of Christmas, now this one is... This one is a less traditional one as well. And again, I don't know why I put so many of these on there, but this one is uh, Trading Places starring Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Sorry about that, Stop. man. This is help. I don't want your bag, man. Hello? He's getting away. I'll bet that that man could run our company as well as Winthorpe. This is outrageous. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm not a thief. We want to help you, Mr. Valentine, with a home of your own. And that was a fake, right? We paid $35,000 for it. An employment with our company. (laughs) (laughs) What's going to happen to me? I'm going to regret this, bud. Get in. Champagne for everybody. You are making a career decision here. This man is physically threatening me. He's being driven around in my car. He could be living in my house. Hey, 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 hey! Have you people ever heard of toasters? You're a dead man, Valentine! It was the toast. Uh, this came out in 1983, the same year I was born. Uh, and I love this movie. I love it too. Yeah. And it, and I, I recently saw a TikTok of a guy explaining the end of this movie. And he did it. It's like the stock stuff. Yeah. yeah right. And and I remember 
still up until I watched this, I don't know, three days ago. Nice. I still I love the movie, and every time I got to the end, I'm like, I have no, no idea what's clue what's on. happening because yeah. it is full on stock market yes. shit happening in that movie. And this guy explained it so well, and it's still confusing, but he explains it so well. There's pictures. He explains it in this very Graphs easy language. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, but up so beautifully done with the, the this being a realistic stock market mm. thing. But the whole movie is a is a bet that these rich guys have that it's nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we could take anybody and make them wealthy, and they will just do it because of you know if we give them the right circumstances. And and so they they ruin two guys. They ruin. They're, they're Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd's life, who is a broker for them, who is marrying one of their daughters, and he, uh, he's well-to-do, and he's very hoity-toity, and they just destroy his financial future. Mm. And they take this bum on the street. Eddie Murphy. Who's a crook. <laughs> he's a grifter. Yeah. And they make him a... They bring him in to be a stock guy. And he ends up being really good at it. Mm-hmm. But, but this is like prime Eddie Murphy. This is prime Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Aykroyd. yeah. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this movie as a hooker. I mean, this is pre-Ghostbusters. Yeah, 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 yeah. But th- this has always been one of those movies that if if I'm in an Eddie Murphy mood, I'm watching this movie. Oh man, yeah. it just and it's just really th- makes you like when you think of New York, you're like, oh yeah, this is New York. This is what New York was like when we were kids. This is what I thought New York was going to be like for sure. Yeah, it yeah. was just always going to be cold. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, it's a very notable like scene, which I don't know why it's notable to me. But it's like when Eddie Murphy just yells at Dan Aykroyd leaving the Christmas party when he's that drunk Santa. He's like, hey, Winthorpe! And Dan Aykroyd just turns around and goes, <laughs> Does he have like a whole salmon in his yeah, beard? Yeah, he pulls it out and he's eating it with salmon, like hair stuck in the salmon. It's just on the subway. It's super weird. Great movie. Uh, it, 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 it is, like I said, it, it is prime Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. So if you've never understood, like, why they were big this is one of the movies uh guaranteed so this whole movie takes place in christmas or is the end of the movie christmas party it well it all it's it, it's all in it's that all area that, yeah, oh, yeah it's a, yeah. like in that it's in the 12 days of christmas yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, and the sixth movie of the 12 days of christmas is the grinch from 2018 merry christmas to you <laughs> This is the uh, computer CGI Grinch that's uh, voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch. Bumblebee Pumpkin Bumble- Patch? Yeah. That was released by um, DreamWorks? Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen this movie. This is, like, a, I think the only movie on the list I haven't seen, so. But it's the Grinch, right? It's just the Grinch story. It's the, it's more of a prequel. So, it has a little bit more of the prequel of it happening. Okay. 
um why he's the grinch a little bit more into the background of it and everything but it's it's uh not quite as much as like the jim carrey one where it's him as a baby yeah, yeah, yeah. but it it's not as dark as that one okay. that one's that one's pretty messed up <laughs> yeah it is that was our list last year yeah and and that one definitely made me understand the grinch this one he definitely has a better relationship with his dog okay <laughs> so yeah. that was nice to see yes and that's nice his dog's name is max and he's nice to it in this movie then nicer nicer all right but so it's he's like, it, like kicking it down a mountain and it's definitely it's it's still everything you want in the grinch and there's a little bit more it's a little bit different how's the voice good it's actually pretty right. good like for a while i couldn't i didn't know it was him i didn't know it was the 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 um dr strange dr strange the smog <laughs> smag <laughs> <laughs> which i really like i like him so um it he does a really good job okay. i think i yeah, think yeah. it's in it of course it's dreamworks and dreamworks is is arguably like well I'm, he's definitely not better in pick they're definitely not better in pixar but they're no, good uh, yeah they're they good. make really good movies they do they do uh monsters vs. aliens is like my favorite thing they've done really yeah i love that movie that's, i don't know why i just really love that movie that's so strange that is that's it your favorite yeah that's my favorite movie they've that, done. i mean like i kind of feel like that's like the one they try to like eh, maybe it didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> i love that movie I don't know if it's just monsters and aliens. It and could them. be. Yeah, it could no, be. I, it's, it's it's not bad. I it's just, got a fifty foot woman in it. I, I mean, it, it was just a well. It's all fifty stuff. Maybe that's yeah, why I like that's it. why I like yeah. it. Probably yeah. It's all fifty horror people. <laughs> Stupid. <That's right. laughs> why is that weird to you? It just it's, it's, out of all the movies, you know, like oh yeah, that one's Chris. Yeah, yeah, I get that. On our seventh day of Christmas, we have a <laughs> this one. This one has is a fan favorite of people yeah. it's a a shane black just shane black movie to a t and it's kiss kiss bang bang let's go hurry up it's not my fault just shut up and run hold it right there harry was a small time crook oh boy till he opened the door oh no no we're not ready for your audition just take him he's ready you ready right to a really big break quit acting like the good guy you got your partner killed you killed him see this is what i'm talking about old school method give me gay perry on the phone but he'll need a real cop detective lessons tomorrow for your acting oh you're the uh, consultant if he wants to act the part you must be gay perry still gay me no i just like the name so much i can't get rid of it so what do you do i'm a private detective she thinks i'm a detective of all the idiot things to do my sister are you gonna help me i gotta check my schedule can you help me harry because you're not gonna help me sometimes i have other my caseload is is pretty thank you from Shane Black, the creator of Lethal Weapon. Do not play detective. Moron. Go home before the bad guys do something bad to you. Two corpses in three hours. I mean, that's unusual, right? Yes. Comes a mystery. It's a frame up. First things first. Do you have the corpse? I, I, I got rid of it. You threw it away. Look up idiot in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No. The definition of the word idiot. That starts with a kiss. Why'd you lie to me? It was an excuse to stay around you, so I mean, I think... Ow! Did I just cut off your finger? Yeah. It's on the floor. Pick it up. Pick it up. And ends with a bang. Where is the girl? You put a live round in that gun. Oh, yeah. There was like an 8% chance. Who taught you math? Robert Downey Jr. What do you think, I'm stupid? Val Kilmer. Yes, I think you're stupid. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Oh, hell. Kiss me. What? Kiss me. No, no, no. No, no, no. (laughs) These lessons suck. This came out in 2005. I saw this in theaters. Uh, really? Yeah, because I was a Shane Black fan, right? And I like Robert Downey Jr. And this right. is pre-Robert Downey Jr. coming Fault. back. Yeah. So this is pre-Iron Man. This has been a couple of years before Iron Man. And I was a big Val Kilmer fan. I always am. Yeah, Val Kilmer. And actually, this was after his drugs thing. Yeah, this is and him this getting is better. Getting and better. Like, this and, is both of them getting better at this time. So. And and I'll be honest, seeing Robert Downey, this was this is actually when you watch this, you're like, oh shit. That's Iron Man. Yeah. He's just playing Iron Man, but yeah. goofier. Goofier, yeah, yeah. Solid movie, though. It's a Shane Black movie. It's it's reluctant buddy comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a cop and then like 
just some guy <laughs> yeah he's, he's like he's, an ex-con or he's something? an ex-con i think in the movie i think the same thing he, he was a, a burglar yeah a cat burglar or something along those it's lines. it's very situational and well he's not and the guy and val kilmer's no longer a cop he's like a private eye i haven't seen this movie in a while so I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to watching it this this year but this is one of those other movies that like uh whenever robert downey jr got cast as iron man and they were like, oh, I don't know if that worked. And I would show him this movie. I was like, you need to go watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I think he's going to be awesome in it. And this was a cult classic almost immediately. Yeah, it yeah, didn't yeah. do well in the it box office. It didn't do office, well at all. But people, everyone I talked to, because I remember I didn't see this right away. And I got a bootleg DVD of it. You know, Awesome. Well, it wasn't bootleg. Someone recorded yeah, it, yeah, yeah. dubbed the version. Yeah. It, yeah, so but it wasn't like one that bought off the street. Someone filmed in a, in a theater. But, <laughs> you know, it was it was interesting because, like, I was like, okay. I I've only heard good things about it. And when I finally watched it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is good. And then every Shane Black movie you've ever seen since then has that same feel. Isn't all Shane Black movies take place during Christmas? No, no, oh no, it doesn't. No, like that's the only one I can think of now. Actually, now that yeah. I said that, so but they but they all have reluctant buddy comedies. They're all that kind of thing. The Nice Guys, Hell Predator was like that. <laughs> reluctant buddies. Is any of the Lethal Weapon movies? take place during christmas maybe maybe not four not the one jet lee yeah no i know that one maybe the second one maybe the second one but it's in california so it doesn't matter yeah there ain't snowing uh so anyway this is uh kiss kiss bang bang uh great 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 movie so i I highly recommend it on the eighth day of christmas it is Pee Wee's playhouse christmas special uh this came out in 1988 This is the most me thing on the list. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I'm a still to this day a giant Pee Wee Herman fan. I was a big Pee Wee Herman fan in the '80s, and most people, I mean, I don't even think modern age just kind of forgot about Pee Wee as this kind of a weird thing to happen in the '80s. And if you watch this special, you're gonna go, "Who are all these people on the on the special?" Because there's this musical guest. That were not famous in the 80s, but happened to be on a special. So you're not watch. You're going to watch and be like, who was that? Well, when people watched it in the 80s, I don't think people knew who they were either. So uh, this is just basically a 
uh, episode of Pee-wee's Playhouse that takes place during Christmas where Pee-wee is his normal dick self. You know, he's very selfish, and then he learns something by the end of it as, you know, Christmas! Christmas! <laughs> I want this! And he mails, like, a big old giant letter to uh, Santa Claus with all the things he wants. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, don't do that. <laughs> but this is a... It's it's such a time period for me because I remember I I'm pretty sure I watched this on TV when it came out in '88 and I was young young obviously I had the Pee Wee Playhouse playset big big suitcase looking thing and it actually had a handle on it I was a big Pee Wee guy dude you you when you all the toys you had compared to what I had you were you were a spoiled kid <laughs> I dude. Was. you had everything the fact you had the GI Joe shit just blows my mind and the Pee Wee Herman thing. That, you didn't have that. No. It was made out of cardboard too. It was Doesn't like this, matter. Like, plastic Toys back then. When, if you if you had large plates, and by the way, people, younger listeners, if you ever, I guess you don't know what it was like in the eighties and nineties. Playsets were fucking huge. Huge. They just they were your size. They, they were they, like just life size. They could like. The G.I. Joe was the most spectacular of them all because yeah, for sure. they made toys that fit other toys on side of them. So, like, you're like, I have a jet that fits this G.I. Joe action figure. Guess what? We have an aircraft carrier Dude, where that jet set, fits in on it. plus other things. Uh, and Pee Wee's Playhouse was a – it was a one-to-one scale mock-up of Pee Wee's Playhouse just in toy form. It was – amazing man. so they wouldn't be one-to-one it was not one-to-one sure. i mean uh, uh so you just had peewee's playhouse <laughs> <laughs> i just my parents just brought oh, that for man, me you were so uh, what you forgot about me i'm from a, a divorce household so oh, i had a I dad that brought me a bunch of stuff gotcha. so that's just basically what it Dude, was because every time every time you talked about like i was like the he-man all the, all yeah, the i, I was all like that, i didn't yeah. have i had the most i had was a ghostbuster firehouse yeah and i like ninja turtles i never got the van yeah, I had the van. I never got the Technodrome. Fucking, I had oh, God, I wanted to. Yeah, I had in, in fact, when it came into Dino Riders, now that we're talking about toys, I want to talk about some toys here, about some toys I wanted as a kid and never got, and one of them being Dino Riders, the T-Rex. I had a couple of Dino Riders. I did, just never the motorized ones. Yeah. My parents would give me the, like, I had some, the smaller ones. Yeah, the smaller ones, but those Dino Riders, God. I think I, I had the T-Rex, but I didn't have the armor because I got it, like, at a garage sale or something. Um, so still would have been a cool it toy. It was cool. Yeah. It's a fucking T-Rex. I still want one. Every time I go, I see one in a toy aisle, like you pass the toy, I'm like, oh, look at that T-Rex. I want that T-Rex. I never I never got it. Even for Jurassic Park when it came out, I was like, oh, I want that T-Rex. With battle damage, the T-Rex would get. They always had battle yeah, damage. Yeah, they always. All the Jurassic, <laughs> even when they came out in the 90s, that was like a thing where just a big chunk of yeah, them missed. Like, so you you hit it, and like, it's like. It's like, ah, I'm like, oh, that's fucked uh, up. My son is really into dinosaurs, and he hates the Jurassic Park ones because of the battle damage stuff. Because he loses it, and he's like, oh, there's a hole in them. Well, the, the ones in the 90s flipped. No, they fell off, too. They had ones that came off. Oh, okay. Off. Yeah, yeah. But the Dino Rider, that one had, first of all, very sophisticated toys. Yeah, Motorized. yeah, those are awesome. And they were expensive, too. They were so expensive. Yeah. And they were like $100 in the 80s. 80s. That's like $1,000 now. <laughs> <laughs> You had to give a whole Bitcoin to get one. But anyway, Pee-wee's Playhouse is one of those things I always recommend, but it is definitely a product of its time. Uh, And this Christmas special is a 100% product of its time. But I love it. It's it's a movie I watch every year with my kids. I've already watched it this year with my kids. So I'm going to be watching it again on the, the eighth day of Christmas. On the ninth day of Christmas, this one's a newer one, but... Instant classic already, in my opinion, because it, again, it just plays to people our age. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> I know it's a tough time for you. It is 8-Bit Christmas. Every kid has that one gift they want more than anything for Christmas. This is the story of mine. Bookends? They have baseballs on them. I see that. No, not those. Nintendo. A maze of rubber wiring and electronic intelligence so advanced it was deemed not a video game, but an 8-bit entertainment system. No Nintendo on my house. I second that. Looks like a no-go on Nintendo. I needed a Christmas miracle. The year was 1987, or was it 88? Super Bowl was in 86. Okay, does it really matter, Dad? Okay. The year was the late 80s. I was 11 years old. Did you wear a helmet? Yeah. We always wore helmets in the 80s. Me and my friends would do anything just to play one. Any of you huddle masters want to play? What have you brought me? I got a goldfish! Untraceable! Cash! Money! It's the final countdown! 
One thing became clear. I needed to get my own. This is bigger than Christmas. This is our Vietnam. I don't think that means what you think it means. I have no idea what it means. We're gonna get in so much trouble. Sometimes during Christmas, just when you think that all hope is lost, something magical happens. Sold out in 20 minutes. Suddenly, one woman punched her grandma right in the throat. Same family, too. Are you making all this up? No, no, no way. Did you guys hear in the race selling contest? First prize is a brand new Nintendo Entertainment System. I'm gonna kill you! Hold on. There are no rules. Nintendo's mine. What do you want? Wanna buy a wreath? Ma! This kid thinks your wreath sucks! Video games have been doing all kinds of strange things to children. What? It was the 80s. Stuff got real. This is Bluebird. This is Rainbow One. What happened to Red Dog? I changed it. Well, let's change names now. This is Millennium Falcon. Super cool. Woo! Love it. Rated PG. Just came out last year. Yep. Uh, to uh, 2021, and it's on uh, HBO Max movie too. Um, uh, but this stars Neil Patrick Harris as a this. This is how I explain this movie to somebody uh, this week. It is basically the Christmas story. That takes place in the 90s. Instead of a BB gun, he wants an NES. No, see, see, to me, it's a heist movie. A kid heist movie. Ah, but it's definitely a Christmas movie. It's definitely I a mean, Christmas, Christmas movie. story. Eh. It's got the voiceover. It's got the kooky yeah, dad. Yeah, but it's, it's got all the weird friends. But it has, it, see, to me, it's a guy telling his daughter yeah, about sure. a story yeah. versus this voice who you never know, like, who he's talking to or why he's talking to them. Okay, there's one difference then. This is a Christmas story in the 90s. But it's really good. It's so good. This movie took me by surprise by how good it was. Uh, all the acting, the kid actors are really good. Uh, the storyline's really, really good. And it's just basically a kid in the early 90s wanting an NES. And then literally the world is trying to stop him from having an NES. This is where the heist... It's not really a heist because he... Yeah. But he has this elaborate plan about because he's like a little kid. He's like in... Like middle school, and him and his friends get sell baseball cards to get money to buy a Nintendo because their parents won't buy them one because of reasons. I I don't know if it was too violent or this is back when people like video still to video this games are you yeah. know ruining the kids for the past thirty years. Yeah, so. always. Uh, but I recognize this struggle. But I had it in yes. So. Yeah, but you didn't have the wherewithal to, to figure out how to get downtown in a ma- major metropolitan area, Chicago, as a kid to buy a Nintendo during no, Christmas not time, at all. while his friends kept teachers distracted. With Genius. Puke. Genius movie. Uh, it's such a good movie. It's very heartfelt, especially towards the end. But this is one of those movies. I, I remember when it came out last year. I, I didn't really. I, I knew there was a little bit of buzz about it, but nobody really talked about well, it. Well, it, it came out during COVID times, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it was an HBO Max exclusive. Yeah, yeah. So it was one of those. If you didn't have HBO Max, you ain't watching it. You ain't watching it. But I highly like. It's worth watching this holiday season just because of how good the movie is. And yeah. Neil Patrick Harris is this good in everything? Uh, and I think he's kind of just underrated because he kind of attaches himself to things that are good most of the time. So I don't. That's why I think we don't see him in a lot of things. I think he's on Broadway a lot. Or yeah, I does, think so too. He does that yeah. kind of crap. On the tenth day of Christmas, we have a. This is a newer one too, but this one caught me by surprise, and it's Klaus. Is that how we're saying it? How Klaus? Oh, it's isn't that how they say? Yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, I don't think is it Klaus. Is it Claus? Yeah, I don't know. Cla- Klaus, Claus. We're Americans, so we Klaus, can say Claus, and it's totally fine. All right, Claus. I'll just say Claus. Um, hello, Jasper Johansson, postman. Oh, uh, Mr. Klaus, you have a gift. You were meant for making toys, so I figured if you donate your old toys, I'll deliver them for free. Tonight, I go with you. There's no need for you to come with me, really. Tonight, then. (gasps) Our cousin told us we 
Mr. Klaus. He'll make us a toy. <gasps> Dear Mr. Klaus. Dear Mr. Klaus. Shall we then? Yep. <gasps> Mr. Klaus is the coolest. Klaus? What about me? Ow! What the? Loser! Oh, yeah? Well, if I'm a loser, then you're, you're a, you're a, uh, you're, a, you're, a, you're too far. You're gone. Hey, what do you guys think you're doing? This is Smearinsburg, the unhappiest place on Earth. And you two can't change that. The postman and toy maker are brainwashing everyone. We need to show people that a true selfless act always sparks another. Hi, what's happening right now? Oh no. Holy mother! What happened? Not a word. You just sit there, be all magical and awesome. Jasper, we're doing it. Let's go. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Really? That's how you laugh? Come on, we're running out of time. Those kids are counting on us. If we don't stop them tonight, this town will never be the same. Destroy those toys. No, 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 no. No. Eat our snow, you... They're not attached. Why aren't they attached? I thought they were attached. I would never in a million years have done what I just did if I didn't think these were attached. Uh, this came out in 2019. This is a Netflix movie, huh? It's a Netflix movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is like, again, right up the same alley. I watched this movie right when it came out with the kids. And this instantly became one of our movies that we have watched every year since it, it then. It took you by surprise. Yeah. It was a really interesting story that, first of all, doesn't line up with anything. Nothing. Um, it has great voice actors because they're yep. great actors. You got Ben, was it Ben Schwartzman? Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, it has Jason Schwartzman and, of course, the GOAT, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, he's, a, he, I call him the GOAT because he's one of those guys that doesn't have to change his voice. He's like Patrick Warburton or H. John Benjamin. They're like, don't change your voice. We yeah. just want to well, hear you. your voice. Uh, Norm McDonald's in this, Will Sasso, we got Joan Cusack. It was great, great cast. Uh, but this kind of does the origin story of Santa. But doesn't line up with anything you've ever anything. heard from Santa. Yeah, it's but it's fun. It's fun. unique. It's uh, kind of dark. Yes, yeah, super dark. It's the, it, it almost borderline has a Tim Burton style to it. Borderline. But, but it all works really yeah, it's, well. Yeah, it's, it's like, okay, so it's Tim Burton stuff meets Iron Giant. Yeah, 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 for sure. I can see that. Yeah, uh, like I said, this instantly got turned into one of my rotations of movies that we watched was the kids every single year. Super sweet ending, though. Sad, too, though. Yeah, everything's... This whole movie is kind of a depressing movie. Well, it's a full the full gamut of emotions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But this is an animated... It's a computer-generated movie, and... I don't know why you say it like that, but sure. Animated, computer-generated? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those computer-generated CGI. Yeah, and those newfound it, you know... It, Newfangled... They knew it was computers. <laughs> yeah, that's not how we did it. It back in Monday. Highly recommend. Check it out. And then on our 11th day of Christmas, this one, this one's a sleeper for me. And the reason why it's a sleeper for me, I, I wrote it off for the longest time. I thought it was going to be schlock. I thought it was going to be like this super romantic nonsense. But I was surprised when I actually watched it for the first time. And it is Love Actually. Throughout the years, working title films and writer Richard Curtis have captured the euphoria, hysteria, and humiliation of love. <laughs> With the films Four Weddings and a Funeral, Notting Hill, and Bridget Jones's Diary. This holiday season, join this unforgettable filmmaking team. Welcome, Prime Minister. This is Natalie. Hello, David. I mean, sir. 20 years ago, you'd have been just his time. <laughs> As they explore that time of year, when desires are revealed. I'm in love. Aren't you that young to be in love? No. Oh, no, well, okay. Secrets are exposed. Your secretary is very pretty. Is she? Be careful, then. And chances are finally taken. All I want for Christmas is you. Universal Pictures invites you. What's the best sex you've ever had? Britney Spears. No, I ain't kidding. <laughs> she was rubbish. 
to take everything you know about love. You have this kind of problem? Yeah, of course you did, you saucy mings. And multiply it by eight. Would you excuse me for one second? Okay, that's done. This will be Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, Laura Linney, Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, Rowan Atkinson, Kira Knightley. Christmas is the time to be with the people you love. Yeah, I need a car. This holiday season. Uh, does Natalie live here? All you need. Oh. Hello. Is love actually? Are you seeing carols? Uh, I suppose I could. He's Good King Wenceslas looked out. On the feast of Steve. This is a 2003 rom-com. But a Christmas rom-com comedy thing. It is raunchy comedy. Yeah, it is. It uh, is. It is. I haven't seen this probably since it. Like, it's 2005. This is not the rom-com that you'd be like. Uh, you when you watch it, it it's not one that if if you're significant of this, like let's watch a rom-com, and you're like, uh, if you're not into it, this one, it's definitely it pushes the envelope of some. Yeah, I'm never. Stuff. I'm never. I, I mean, you noticed about me. I'm not a big rom-com person. Uh, this is a rom-com that I know I liked when I watched it, but I just never watched it over again. It, but it definitely has rom-commy things. But overall, man, I really enjoyed this movie, and I would watch this one again. Uh, it's a good cast. Great yeah. cast. God, God, it has the everybody. King of rom-coms, Hugh... <laughs> Grant, that's you know, in a bunch of rom coms. Alan Rickman's in this, uh, yeah. You got Hans Gruber himself in there. Uh, Bill Knightley, 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 Knight. I'm not British. Uh, Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, Colin Fur, Firth, Firth, Firth. Firth, Firth. It goes that. Uh, so good cast. It has it has Rick Grimes in it. Oh, it does. So the famous meme Knightley. that you've seen of Rick Grimes holding the sign up. To oh yeah. That's from this movie. You have Rick Grimes doing... He should have done that in Walking Dead. Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't. That would have been hilarious. Coral, quiet. Coral. He's just dropping signs through zombies. Uh, So, yeah, like I said, you always... if you've never seen the movie, you've definitely seen the meme of who, who I, whatever that actor's name is. It's an all-star cast. It has yeah. it's an anthology. It, There's something for everything, and it's it's a great anthology because it's one of those really successful anthologies like Trick or Treat was for Halloween. It had individual stories, but they all tied together. So that's what it was. A really, really surprisingly good movie, and it will satisfy rom-coms and also not leave you wanting to be like, oh, God, I just watch a rom-com, even though I personally like rom-coms, but whatever. And on the last day of Christmas, on Christmas Day, the movie we will be watching. This should come to no surprise. We catch a little bit of flack because obviously, if you listen to the show in the past, our shtick is that it's Die Hard is our Christmas movie. Every year. And we stand by that. Yeah, of course. We stand by that. It is the best Christmas movie of all time. We stand by that. Unfortunately, we've had people um, say, hey. That's dumb. Don't Quite do that again because we've done that twice already. So instead of doing Die Hard, we listen, we hear you, we're doing something different. For sure. Totally different. For sure. And it is Die Hard 2. Nothing <laughs> like a little variety to spice things up. Listen, honey, when you land, can we check into a hotel, leave the kids with your parents, order some room service? You're on, Lieutenant. I've seen about a half an hour, honey. Christmas Eve. Is there a cop on duty around here? Airport police. Go get him. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Washington, D.C. International Airport. What's this about? Oh, just a feeling I have. Ouch. When you get those feelings, insurance companies start to go bankrupt. The tower's lost control. Instrument landing system is down. Backup systems won't come up. We've got blizzard conditions. Zero visibility. Attention all controllers. We have a code red alert. There's panic in the air. This is a professional mercenary. You got the world's biggest drug dealer on his way here now. What do you need, a slide rule to figure this out? You get the hell out of my office before I throw you out of my damn airport. And terror on the ground. Who is this? Who I am is unimportant. What I want is very important. Oh, we are just up to our neck in terrorists again, John. But for police officer John McLean. Dinner. She 
It's just another Christmas. You're the wrong guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. Story of my life. We caught ourselves in maybe two hours. After that, those planes low on view aren't going to be circling. They're going to be dropping on the White House lawn. Any attempt to restore your systems will be met by severe penalties. Somebody out there. It's McClane. Wife's plane. They're gonna run out of fuel in 90 minutes. What are you gonna do? Whatever I can. Last time, it blew you through the back wall of the theater. Got a cowboy right too rough? I don't like to fly. What are you doing here? I don't like to lose either. This time, <laughs> it'll blow you sky high. You expected? No. This is just the beginning. On July 4th, Die Harder. Bruce Willis, Die Hard 2. Uh, this is the sequel to Die Hard that came out in 1990. It is essentially uh, the same fucking movie that takes place in an airport <laughs> instead of a tower. <laughs> Different movie. <laughs> Both take their, this takes place during Christmas. Uh, this is. The Die Hard movie I've seen the least amount of times out of the original three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I always skip over this movie. Uh, like, I, I like three a lot. And then, obviously, I like no one. But I really love two. And Two's I don't good. know why I never watched this movie. Well, first of all, you got the original. Yeah. So that's the one you would normally watch. And then you got Die Hard with Avengers. Yeah, just Samuel L. Jackson, it. which is awesome. And, so. Well, and it just reinvented Yeah, it's a it. totally different concept. So Yes. And you're just like, oh. And it's it was just exciting. I mean, all three of these are really good. But mm. this one... <laughs> I just love it. it's the same thing happening again. <laughs> and he even talks about it in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he shouldn't travel during Christmas time. I, I don't know. If trouble finds you every time you travel literally anywhere, which is the, the, basically the, the story of John McClane, yeah, I would you, just never leave my house you again. Gotta, you got to stop. You got to stop. But he's a super cop, man. Yeah, I guess. If, but if I were him, I'd just stop celebrating Christmas. Like, what are you doing for Christmas? Nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Everyone stay away from me. How many people would die if he didn't travel on Christmas? Maybe they wouldn't happen. Maybe, maybe he. Maybe he's. It. A, you're doing the Batman thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. He creates man. the other villains. <laughs> uh, but this is a great action uh, comedy from the '90s. Not comedy, really, but it's an action movie that has you know Bruce Willis in it, which is funny. So yeah. I'm just gonna go action comedy. Sure. Uh, and it's a great Christmas movie. It it and it has snow. Lots, of snow. lots of snow. <laughs> like that. What more Christmassy do you want? And, Die Hard one didn't even. Have and snow. of course, in Die Hard, if you remember, he loses his shoes to make feet a uh, fist with his feet, and that's why he gets in jams with that. This one, he gets trapped in a steam pipe, so he loses his sweater, and now he's trapped in the snow with us. <laughs> jacket or sweater but they really did watch the first movie and just wrote a script like what can we do? let's change it up it can't be the same can't, can't be, be the same let's make it slightly different god i miss the 90s action just genre it, it, it's it may it may be the best genre of movies ever in that period late 80s early well, 90s you, you can't do cheesy action anymore no you can't like you, can't. you can do over the top action which seems cheesy and then you have the realistic action like john wick type yeah, stuff. yeah 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 but in which case, John Wick has to keep doing more and more, in which case makes it seem a little bit cheesier, inventing all this new world, which I find very fascinating. I do, too. But it, it gets into this cheesiness area about things, about bulletproof suits and this and that. But this is, they're like, fuck it, who cares? <laughs> Just going full bore. <laughs> but yes, this is uh, the last movie on the 12 days of Christmas. I Like I said, it, I'm still going to watch Die Hard 2. But I'm only going to watch it after I watch Die Hard 1. <laughs> so. the, reason, the reason we did this actually uh, a couple of years ago, uh, my family, as you know, always watched Die Hard on yep. Christmas. We were about to pop it in and my aunt was like, can we please watch something else? So I was like, of course we can. And I put in Die Hard 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a yearly tradition was my uh, wife. We helped Santa put all the presents out. Sure. Uh, and then, as you do, yeah, you helped Tim Allen. Yeah, I helped Tim Allen put all the presents out. You know, make sure he doesn't die in my you know driveway because I don't want to be Santa. You know, obviously. True. I don't want my beard to turn white that early. Whiter. Yeah, whiter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am forty. Um, 
I'm close to 40. And then we put on Die Hard after we put out all the presents and everything like that. And that's what we, we, it's my yearly tradition that I can't wait to bring my kids into. And if you follow me on any social media and our social media pages, I post a picture of John McClane getting on the airport and talking to the dude next to him that teaches him about the jet lag. Every single year, I post a picture of that dude's face. I probably need to know who actor that is so I can thank him. I do see that. I haven't noticed. That is my Christmas tradition. I, it's not Christmas until I see that dude's face. That unknown dude. Unknown, uh, probably uncredited actor that was in Die Hard. <laughs> His name in the credits, Guy on Played. Guy on Played. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas uh, from uh, all of us at Someone Nerdy. Uh, we are continually glad and thankful for all of y'all. Uh, that continue to listen to the podcast and check out the list. Let us know what you think. Um, if you if you have ideas for our next one, make sure it isn't on our previous other two because it happens a lot. Yes, it does. Every it time Curtis sends me a list, to Chris all the time. I'm like, dude, we did that last year, and then I have to go through the list and be like, oh no, we didn't. And how was that not on the list last year? And there's only so many movies that you could put on the list. <laughs> and that's how I talk for sure. <laughs> no, that was way deeper than you are. Um, <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay, okay. It's for the beard burn, wasn't it? On the next podcast, we're going to have another double feature. Uh, we're each going to pick a movie for the nerd to w- other nerd to watch, and we're going to go back on the podcast and uh, review those movies. This will probably come out right at the beginning of the year. So this will happen sometime right in the first week of January. And those movies are... What's your movie? My movie is the 1993... <laughs> fucking throwaway classic <laughs> remote N- no one of note in it where is there any, do you know where you can watch that movie uh yeah you can watch it on tubi for free it has ads but i mean honestly you do not if, it, if there's a place you can rent it don't do it so the remote okay and my movie is 1980 uh battle beyond the stars it's a sci-fi movie from the 80s how bad can it be so anyway on the next podcast we will both be reviewing those movies uh so make sure you i don't i have no idea where you can find that movie at either uh i from what i remember about the movie don't spend money on that movie either i think you can watch a lot of these on youtube yeah 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 that, because nobody gives about you know the rights holders aren't making any money off this, these movies at all so anyway go check out both those movies and again thank you a merry christmas and a happy new year to all of y'all out there go follow us on facebook twitter all the other stuff go share the, the christmas cheer on our uh podcast apps leave us some reviews it'd be a nice christmas present to mm-hmm. critter and me mm-hmm. and uh we'll see you in 2023 oh it's gross <laughs> <laughs> So we'll see you next time, and good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. Merry Christmas.